Are you a personal development book hoarder? Meaning, do you have more personal development books than you've read? Well, we're going to talk about today on the Beautiful Mind Show, how you can make sure that you don't have those books gaining dust on the shelves, all on today's show. Your mind is a beautiful thing, but if left unattended, it can get ugly real quick. If you're not constantly curating the content your mind consumes on a daily basis, then your surroundings will dictate your daily thoughts, habits, behaviors, and actions. This show has only one goal, to leave your mind more beautiful than it was when you arrived. Welcome to The Beautiful Mind Show. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Beautiful Mind Show. Uh, I actually have a special guest with me today that you might recognize from other podcasts that I do, uh, specifically the Evo Revo Show. Uh, my partner in crime on the Evo Revo Show, Mr. Doug Campbell, is joining us today on the Beautiful Mind Show. What's up, Doug? How's it going? Dude, glad to have you on. My my uh, brother in crime for personal development. And I don't know why personal development's a crime, but let's let's give it its uh, its moment in the sun today, man. Glad to have you on. Thanks for being here. Yep, no problem. Glad to be here, dude. So we want to talk about this. I think there's this huge problem. I, I read something the other day that said something like only 10% of books purchased ever get read. I thought that was pretty powerful. I don't know if, you, if you've ever heard a, a similar stat. And by the way, if you guys are joining us for the first time uh, on the Beautiful Mind Show, do me a favor and say first timer. And if you've been around for a hot minute, do me a favor and say OG. If you've been on the Beautiful Minds podcast before, then do me a favor and just say OG. If you're watching on video or if you're watching on podcast later, obviously you can't type in the chat if you're driving in your car. So you can just yell at your radio and just say, I'm an OG, damn it. That's totally fine also. Uh, but yeah, Doug, have you heard have you heard this phenomenon of people who buy books and don't read them? That sounds crazy. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I know that that happens for sure. It's like, you know, I, Guilty. The, the whole me. osmosis, you know, I, I buy the book and just sit it near me. Maybe I'll get some benefits from it. Oh. Uh, but I, I would guarantee you the percentage is even lower for the number of people that read the books and don't apply or actually apply Truth. what's in the book. Truth. Yeah. They're like, well, how many people have we talked to, Doug? They're like, oh. I, I know all about that. I read that book. And you're like, yeah, but to know and not to do is not to know, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the whole you know, information on its own is useless. I mean, you you, can, you might win some trivia contest somewhere uh, <laughs> if you've got all this information you know, stored in your head. Uh, yeah. But if you're not applying, if you're not turning it into knowledge, and that's the biggest mistake I see people do. I mean, I see people, especially, I mean, there's some hungry people that really, oh, I need to read this book. I need to read this. I heard about this book. And they, they get out these books and they, they go right to the next one. And they may go, oh, those were some good ideas. They go right to the next one without applying anything from the one they just read. They've got the information. They believe it's good information. But then they go right to the next thing and start consuming more information before they turn the old information into knowledge. Right. By the way, if you're, if you're guilty of that, if you've ever read a book and didn't apply it, do me a favor and say guilty in the chat. And by the way, I want to say this. I, I, I say it like it's a bad thing, like we're all guilty of that because I'm guilty of that. I certainly have read books. By the way, one of my favorite books to never recommend is a book called The Millionaire Next Door. I hate that book with a fiery passion. I don't know if we've ever talked about it, Doug, but I hate that book because basically what The Millionaire Next Door talks about is it says save everything that you do. Don't live on 
don't don't make a flashy life for yourself. Just save everything. Like you wear the same pair of shoes every single day forever. And like, you know, don't don't ever wash your car and live in the same house. And like sooner or later, you'll be a millionaire next door and nobody will ever know. And I don't really care if anybody knows if I have money or not money. But I think that the the bad idea is to uh, think of that like money needs to be the storage of wealth that like exists somewhere like just that you should never have access to. I think that that's the wrong idea for wealth. And so that's a, that's one of the books that I just never recommend for people. And by the way, if you love Millionaire Next Door, I'm sorry, it's just not my jam. <laughs> but I think there's a lot of people that re even read books. Like I read a book a long time ago. I read a book. Uh, it, tell me if you guys have read this called Four Hour Workweek. Right. It's called Four Hour Workweek by an author named Timothy Ferris. And I probably read that book, Doug. Gosh, I don't know, man. It's probably been at least if it was out 20 years ago, I probably read it 20 years ago. Whenever it first came out, if anybody knows, search it and let me know. But uh, anyway, when that first when that book first came out, Four Hour Workweek, I mean, who doesn't want to work for four hours and get your whole paycheck for everything that you do? But I read that book and I am still to this day, 20 years later, and this is going to sound weird, but struggling to implement the concepts that I learned in that book because of how powerful the ideas were. Like, Doug, you and I were on a training yesterday learning about outsourcing and doing different uh, tasks and figuring out how to delegate better and make sure that people are getting things accomplished and, you know, the power of just being able to uh, let other people do tasks for you. And I was like, dang it, these are concepts that I heard 20 years ago that I'm still like, I, I do a ton. I probably outsource more than most people that you know, because we have, you know, VAs in the Philippines and we have VAs in South America. I have an executive assistant. I've had a freaking personal assistant since I was 20 years old. I've had a personal assistant. So, you know, I'm used to delegating those tasks, but I've realized that there's kind of like new levels that you can unlock the more you learn concepts and the deeper your knowledge goes. Yeah, you know, I would say the whole slow down on the consumption and mm -hmm. speed up on the implementation. I, yeah. you know, it's fun. You get some people, and they'll, they'll they're very proud of their. Uh, it's 2007, Jason, that it was released. See, um, speaking of executive assistant executive on it, assistant. she literally <laughs> types in on the chat for me. Thank you, Molly. You're amazing. Um, so they come in. You look at their shit, and it's like a, a trophy case of all these amazing self-help books. Right. Or, or, you know, great business books or all this stuff. Right. It's like, and, but then the person's not doing any of it. It's like, what's the, what's the purpose of having, even if you consume, if you can tell me what's in each one, but you're not applying that, then it's worthless. The, the best book in the world, the best training in the world is absolutely worthless if there's not some form of implementation associated with it, unless you're looking for strictly entertainment value. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, if you're going to read the latest, like, you know, Stephen King novel, then a whole different story. But I, I think for so many people, you read a book and they just consume it. And Doug, we talk about this all the time, people who are in our academy that we run, is that people come in and they try to go through, like, binge-watching Netflix, mm -hmm. right? And by the way, these are personal development junkies. I meet them all the time. And by the way, I used to go to a lot of personal development seminars and conferences and things like that. You remember when we used to do conferences in person? You remember when that was all happening, Doug? We used to go to places. That was fun. Uh, we are, and by the way, if you don't know, we're actually back to doing some in-person conferences conferences coming up here pretty soon, coming up in July, uh, we've got some in-person conferences. So that's going to be fun. Uh, and I can't wait to see people again in real life. It's going to be awesome. But what I will say is that you meet these personal
personal development junkies over and over again. It used to drive me crazy is these people would go to these real estate conferences and personal development conferences, and they would love everything about the conference. And then they would go home and divorce their wife, bankrupt their company. <laughs> they would do all these things. And I'm like, what is going on? And they're like, oh, I just feel so much better about my life because everything is great. But like their whole life fell apart and it just fell to shambles because they weren't actually implementing what they, they knew it. And they would use the words, they would speak all of those things out of their mouth. But when you looked back at what was going on, everything was falling apart or it was super chaos and they weren't actually implementing it. And Doug, you mentioned this, I just wanna clarify it in a phrase, is it's always implementation over information. You cannot binge watch your way to success. You can binge watch your way to entertainment, but you cannot binge watch your way to success. Yeah, or, or read either one or listen to audible, you know, however sure, you're sure. consuming the, the information, it, it okay. is about turning. That's why I say slow down on the information coming in and go back and look, what were the things I really think would make a difference in my life or, uh, in my business and need to back up and actually implement those things because I, I mean, I've, I've been guilty of this thing. I think you get something really great that comes along and you're like, yeah, I need to put that in. And then if you're not careful, more information comes in and kind of pushes that back. And then it never gets right. put back in or it gets put you know, years later, which you know, could just slow you down exponentially in, in personal development and business development. I think, yes, I think there's a lot to be right. said for slowing down. Am I implementing something? What's the, the key one or two things that I want to implement from this? Implement that, then go to your next piece of information and consumption. You, you've probably heard this before, guys, and if you have, let me know. But but this idea that like you got to, you've ever heard the term, you've got to slow down to speed up. I want to modify that for you. If you've heard that, say I have. But I want to modify it. You've got to slow down to level up. I'll say it again. You got to slow down to level up. And here's why. It's not that you got to slow down your speed uh, of operation. You've got to slow down the intake of information. Okay. Because Doug, you can get in this spot. I think sometimes called overrun. Right. Where it's like, let's say your mind can handle and manage about, you know, I don't know, whatever. Let's let's say it's 20 little little bits of information that you go, OK, these are 20 things that I want to handle and manage. Or maybe it's 10 things or maybe for some of you, it's two things or maybe for some of you, it's 100 things. But everybody's got their limit of how many things they can remember and implement. And even if they write them down, they've got a limit. Everybody's got a limit. And when you start pouring it in, it's kind of like having a cup and pouring water in the top, sooner or later, reading another book is like pouring water on an already full cup. It just overflows and overflows and overflows and overflows. And you're like, oh, I'm so glad I'm reading every single day. It feels so good for me to keep reading. And you're like, yeah, but you've never taken a time to stop and take a drink. And that stop and take a drink is when you actually install that into your mind and the information actually becomes implemented. Yeah, I, uh, that made me think of something else, Jason. I think some of the thing is, is people get a certain amount of, and I, I mean, I'm guilty of this too, uh, get a high off of consuming certain types of information. Like, right. Oh, this is so good. This is so good. And there's a, there's a, a little endorphin rush of, oh yeah, because you start to kind of you know, manifest what that could be in your life. Sure. But then you don't actually do the real thing and actually really improve your life or really improve your business. And then you go to the next information that you get in a, 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 another high from, and it's that, that, that vicious circle. So then it's the event or the, the consuming of the information that you're getting your kick from, not the benefit of what that information could do for you. It's just like totally. people, you know, you're talking about 
personal development junkies and stuff. Like people that are hooked on conferences. It's like, you know, you go and I, sure. I can name off a ton of different conferences that people go to and they keep coming back and they feel amazing at the conference and they don't do anything. They don't really shift anything. They stay in the same place. Right. Uh, they, 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 if it's a business thing, they've never really developed their business out. This person, they've got the same problems the next time that they come around that they had the first time that they came around. But they, they're going to come to that conference, though, because they got that endorphin high off of receiving the information and manifesting in their mind what they could be like. Right. But then not actually doing it and becoming it. And, and you bring up a great point, Doug, because that's the difference between internal motivation versus external motivation, right? Is some people are just waiting for somebody else to motivate them. And I think this happens very often, right? Is like if you go to a, and I'll just say Tony Robbins conference, for example, it's a hype show. It's edutainment. It's entertainment. It's exciting. He makes you do all these things. You can go walk on fire. You can do all this other crazy stuff while you're there. And like it's educational and informative when you're there. But there are people who've been going to those conferences for the better part of the last 10 years and have never grown their businesses and have never developed and are still trying to figure out what's going on because they like they wait for that moment for them to feel good at the conference instead of creating the internal motivation that's required to actually implement those things in their world every single day. And I, I think for so many people, this idea that implementation is important. So let's talk about how the hell do you install this stuff, Doug? How do you implement some of these things in your world? Because I think for a lot of people, uh, this becomes a challenge. And by the way, I just realized we're overdue for a break, and I'm just going to quickly throw out uh, a, a, a uh, off-the-top-of-my-head commercial for this because we don't have our commercial ready to rock yet. But if you have not got signed up for a seven-day Beautiful Minds challenge and you want access to the Beautiful Minds seven-day challenge, it's an amazing challenge. It'll help you get a taste of of what you are capable of just inside seven days to forever change your life. Do me a favor and comment seven day below and we'll give you free access to the seven day, uh, the seven day challenge. We'll also get you access to our beautiful minds, Facebook group. And if you're not in the Facebook group yet, just comment group. So if you want the challenge, comment seven day, if you want the group comment group, and we'll directly send you a link to it to give you all kinds of other free tools. All the podcasts live inside the Facebook group. Uh, so you can go back and rewatch any of these episodes. Speaking of getting them implemented and being able to like get this stuff installed in your brain. Uh, and also we have a, an entire app for you that has access to dozens and dozens of resources and hundreds of videos for you to get access to. Uh, if you want access to our app, which is amazing, it's an incredible app on iPhone and on Android, do me a favor and comment app below. All right, so we're on, we're talking with Doug uh, right now about the difference between implementation versus information. I just said, Doug, that what we're going to be doing is talking about how do you actually get this stuff implemented instead of it just being information that lives in your brain what are some of your tips on that uh, i think you've got to build a plan i mean wherever you're when you finish consuming some form of information you say this is the part that i want this is what this is why things will be most powerful uh then what's your plan for putting that in place and maybe it maybe mm -hmm. it requires an accountability person uh right. in your life or in your space to make sure that you get that done maybe it has you putting it out there publicly with your family or in general in public um, so that then you're, you're held to a higher level of accountability. It's not just in your own head. Uh, but now I said, before I did anything else, I'd make sure that I implemented whatever that was before I moved on to something else. Uh, check, you know, we do a, a thing daily boost, which is uh, inside the, uh, the app that we have. Beautiful minds. Yeah. Beautiful minds. Yeah. So I think on, on that one, there's a lot of really good things. It's a one or two minute thing, but you know, you got to decide in a week which one of these was most powerful to me and which one, if it, if it really makes sense, am I going to implement that? Am I going to change the way I'm thinking about that and start actually doing it and not just go, oh, that was a good idea. And it just totally. goes, 
It's like if you want to really move up that ladder, I mean, it's kind of like when, uh, what Dan was talking about yesterday. If you really want to level up in things, you have to start filling in the areas. You have to build yourself so that you can build other people. Mm -hmm. I think that's the thing that most people don't fall into. They're, they're unwilling. They, they want other people around them to build themselves without building themselves first. I think right. you've got to implement, then show other people how to implement. And then you got either whether it's family or whether it's business whether it's coworkers, that's when things really start to change because yeah, it's, it's that that person in the back room that you know has read all this stuff and can spit it all out, but doesn't do any of it in their life is the most irritating person in the back room. <laughs> right. Yeah, I would also I would also throw this out there for you. How many of you guys that are listening, that are paying attention right now, uh, are idea factories? If you're an idea factory, like, oh my god, I have a new idea every 38 seconds. Like that's me, right? Like I'm like, hey, Doug, guess what we should do? We should do this. We should do this. We should like I'm an idea factory. I've had to really learn, by the way, comment idea factory if that's you. I've had to really learn the power of just saying, okay, I need to pick two ideas that we're going to implement until they are accomplished. And one of the things that's been really helpful for me in that is finding other people, because I'm what's called a quick start on my Colby analysis. It means I can get ideas off the ground in 20 seconds or less. Easy, right? But getting them actually implemented is where somebody who has to be a high follow-through needs to get those ideas implemented. So even though I can get a lot of things accomplished, it's the reason why I can get a lot of things accomplished is because I surround myself with people who are good at being focused on the outcomes that we're after. It's saying, okay, we want to get this installed. We want to get this implemented. How do we actually empower those around us to get it done? Now, that could be by giving it to other people on your team. It could be for you just writing it down and writing it down every single day until it's finished, or even having the discipline to be able to say no new ideas until this is done because I think what can happen and I, I had a client Doug a long time ago who went through the little voice mastery program um, we'll call him Ted because that's not his name uh, we'll call him Ted but just easy so I'm, I'm talking to Ted and I remember Ted said to me he said Jason and again Ted fake name uh, Ted said to me Jason um, I need to apologize to my team because I literally have never finished one damn thing that I've ever started in my business I come into a team meeting every single week with a new idea and I never follow through and I never finish anything. And I said, well, what would happen if you started finishing and following through everything that you do? And he said, uh, he said it would be life changing. And he said, so I apologize. I said, hey guys, I, I, I made a list of everything I've never finished and I'm going to go through and all of these things. And so he just literally wrote down all of these things we're never going to do, but we're going to focus on two things this month that are on this list and we're going to get them done by the end of the month. And sure enough, by the end of the month, they had gotten two things done on that list. And instead of giving yourself an endless to-do list or a never-ending list of ideas to start implementing, you just got to work on the next thing. And there's there's two schools of thought on that, and I'm not sure. I think I use different strategies for different times, Doug. But I have heard one strategy to knock things off your to-do list like that is do the easiest thing first. What are the easiest things to do on that list, right? Like knock off all the little things that you've got on the list that's the easiest to do. I can do it in a day, an hour, or whatever. Knock those out. I've also heard the other way around, which is do the hardest thing first, do the hardest thing first and say, look, don't worry about the little ones, do the hardest ones and the rest of them will take care of themselves. I think it depends on the action. I think it depends on the action, what you're trying to accomplish, what you're doing. If it's just like a daily task list, uh, I would say knock out some of the easy ones and then try and tackle one of the big ones on that list. That's kind of how I do that. But if it's a big thing like moving the business forward and doing that, like this week, you know, we were setting up some new accounts to do some other things, had to go to the bank, I had to do all this stuff. And it was just a, it was a bear. But I realized that if I didn't stay focused on that one big project for the entire morning, and by the way, 
My phone kept ringing. My notifications came up. Everybody had an emergency. Like, Doug, do you ever have a day like that where you're like, I've only got to get one thing done today. I just got to open this bank account. Or I just got to do this one thing. And no matter what, 2,000 things pummel you that day to distract you from doing that one very critical thing. Yeah. And, you know, something we heard yesterday that was really good uh, was turn your damn notifications off. Off everything. Uh, yeah. the, the, the world is going to live without you. Uh, and, and I think the problem is because of that, we, we've trained people uh, instant access. So you all these people around you that's got instant, whether it's through social media, whether through text, whether through whatever. And even the other thing, to just get things that you're, you have on your phone that's just sending you, you know, oh, this just happened, this just happened. Um, and it's just turn that off so that you can focus uh, on, it's a, it's a, I look at multitasking as a disease now. I know it was a, a badge of honor that started in the 80s, but uh, <laughs> totally. it's really more of a disease because you, you, today with so much information flowing at you, if you're not careful, you can be pulled in so many directions, you get absolutely nothing done. Um, and so yeah, a lot of this stuff, like especially personal development, self-help stuff, it's like implement some of that stuff and make sure it's rock solid in you. If it's, you know, it, it may, right. I like, you know, maybe on those start with the easier thing. If it's getting up 30 minutes earlier, if it's you know, right. some other morning ritual idea. or habit that you have, you know, if it's something to do with your bank account, uh, you know, you need to start putting certain money, 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 amount of money over, um, you know, mm -hmm. just start doing those things. And, and once that becomes a consistent thing that you're doing and it's part of who you are, I got you and I both do the cold shower thing. And it's just, I mean, I, I do mine different. I, I start off with a warm shower and then grow into a cold shower. Uh, and then yeah. time the end of it. And, but I can't hardly get out of the shower without doing that now because I know right. the benefits that I get from it. If I'm in a hurry, I still have to do the cold shower part. It's funny. I'll fight oh. with myself, but I'm fighting with myself on a good battle now. Now I'm saying, my, my, you know, I'm saying you need this. You got to do this. Don't, don't cut Isn't that short. funny that you can, you can literally start arguing with yourself in the right direction. Like you, you take that moment away. I, I'm, I'm with you. The cold showers are still not my favorite thing I've ever done, but I definitely am like, I know I need a cold shower today. So take this cold shower. Cause I, I go in straight cold, right? I go in completely cold. And then I, my goal is to relax into the intensity. So my goal is, is in that three to five minute window of taking a cold shower. Uh, my goal is to completely relax and not be like, Oh God, this is so cold by the end of the shower. Right. So like, you know, and usually after about two minutes of a cold shower, I'm like, this isn't actually that bad. Totally fine. I put my mindset completely different. And by the way, if you think we're nuts for taking cold showers, feel free to say nuts in there. But I will say, speaking of the seven day beautiful minds challenge, that's one of the challenges that's on there. Not that you have to do that. But we talk about do some of the hard things on that challenge. If you guys want access to the seven day challenge, again, like I said, comment seven day. We'll give you the information. Um, but Doug, I think that that is one of those things, right, is being able to uh, create these new neural pathways for yourself. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but in your brain, you have these synapses and the synapses get connected uh, as you create new neural pathways. So do me a favor, if, you, if you've got your hands, take your hands, wiggle your fingers out in front of you and just cr uh, put your hands together and close your fingers around, okay? Close your fingers around your hands so you're kind of like, like almost in a prayer type setup with your fingers interlocked, okay? So you interlock your fingers and you should have either your left thumb or your right thumb on top of your hands okay so you have to take your hands apart for a second to type in the chat but which which thumb is on top left thumb or right thumb doug what about for you left thumb right thumb which one's on top left thumb left thumb left thumb's on top same for me left thumb is on top you guys tell me left thumb or right thumb and now here's the thing switch it so that your right thumb is on top and tell me how comfortable that feels 
right? Just try it. And again, if you're the other way around, switch your toes the other way. So whatever thumb was on top, put the other thumb on top and then swap out all your fingers. And this probably feels fairly awkward, okay? But the more you did it, and for example, you can switch back and forth from left thumb to right thumb, from left thumb to right thumb. And every time you do this, what's happening is you're creating new neural pathways in your brain to actually create a new habit. And the more you do it, the more you will actually create what's called myelin inside your brain. It's a little fatty tissue that's connective that connects these neural pathways. And the more myelin you have around that uh, that neural pathway, the faster that connection will happen. So the reason why for Doug now at this point where he takes these warm showers and then to go into cold showers, or for me, I get in those cold showers is the more we do it, the faster that neural pathway can fire inside of our mind and create a totally new neural pathway. That same exact thing happens with money. It happens with your personal life. It happens with your business life. It happens with all those things. And so, but here's the thing I want you to catch. Myelin takes time to develop. I'll say it again. Myelin takes time to develop. So if you create a neural pathway and you don't ever spend the time to build up the myelin around that neural pathway, guess what? That neural pathway will fail because your body literally says that's not a path that we're going to use that often. So let's get rid of it. Your brain is an efficiency machine designed to get rid of systems that don't that you're, you don't need or you don't use that often and replace them with ones that you need more often. Okay, so if you're going to create new neural pathways, or you're going to you're going to take a habit from a book and actually install it in your life, you've got to do it over and over and over again, and actually burn a pathway into your mind with all of this myelin built up over a period of time. The problem is you've got a lot of myelin about hitting that refrigerator and going and getting a snack. Mm -hmm. You've got a lot of myelin in your brain about sitting on the couch and binge watching some Netflix. You got a lot of myelin in your brain about doing the same habits you have every single day at your work that prevent you from earning the money that you want. There's a lot of fatty tissue on there. But as you create new neural pathways and you start to build up that myelin, it'll actually help that synapse fire faster. You'll start arguing with yourself for good ideas and you'll become your own hero and your own advocate. And Doug, I just realized we are out of time, brother, man. Anything you want to say as we wrap this thing up? No, I just, you know, the, in, in the mind, it's the, uh, it can do, it does create short, uh, shortcuts. They could be good shortcuts or they could be negative shortcuts. Ruth. So just be aware that you're consciously trying to do new ones. I'd say go dust off a book that you really liked that was self-improvement book reread it and implement two things from it. Truth. And that's all you need to do for right now. I love it. Awesome. Guys, thanks for joining the show today. If you enjoyed today's show, do me a favor, like, subscribe, and go find it on your favorite podcast channel and download more episodes and let your friends know so we can make sure more people can have a more beautiful mind. Thanks for being on today, Doug. Appreciate having you here. See you yep. guys. Take care, guys. Thanks for joining us on today's show. If you want to get access to our seven day beautiful minds challenge, you can either comment below and just say seven day and I'll shoot you the information so you can get immediate access to that or find me on any social media and just send me the message seven day and I'll make sure I get that out to you right away. And if you really enjoyed today's show, it would do me a huge favor if you went online, whether it was Spotify, Pandora or iTunes or any sort of podcast platform that you can find us on and search for The Beautiful Mind Show, subscribe to our channel and then make sure you give us a rating. Every time you give us a rating, it helps us get more eyeballs on our show and help more people have a more beautiful mind. Thanks again for joining us.